The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. And coming up on The Israel Report, we have Rolene Marks. And just before we cross to her, I wanted to go to a listener question from Carol Z. Afternoon, Nick and the High FM family team. Your choice of music is soothing and calming. Thank you, Carl. And please ask Rolene if the exit of the American warship in the Mediterranean is worrying and in worrying indicator that President Biden is discontent with President Netanyahu. Let's cross to Rolene now. Rolene, thank you so much for joining us today. Good afternoon. I think that's a very, very good question. Um, so l- let's put things into perspective. The United States has resolutely stood with the state of Israel throughout this war. Since the yes. beginning of the war, right up until today, uh, we have seen President Biden really become a wartime president. He was in Israel. He visited Israel in our time of deep grief and we have seen Secretary of State, Austin, uh, Secretary of State Lincoln, the Defense Secretary Austin, in the country over the last three months. So we're not particularly worried about that. Uh, I, I wouldn't be concerned about the uh, relation between the two countries or the relationship between Prime Minister Netanyahu and President Biden. Yes, there will be disagreements from time to time, um, as expected with with any countries. But the United States has made it very, very clear, in fact, abundantly clear right. that they stand absolutely resolutely with the state of Israel. However, we do have a growing problem in the Red Sea area with Iranian-backed Houthi rebels firing missiles towards the shipping area, any ships that are destined to Israel. The United States is heading a 20-country coalition to fight Houthi rebels. Yesterday, they sank three Houthi boats that fired towards a container vessel. And the United Kingdom last night saying that they will join the United States in attacking um, Houthi targets should they uh, fire on uh, Israel-destined targets. So we're not particularly worried about that. We still have some other massive aircraft carriers, but I think that uh, we need to look at it not just in terms of a war between Israel and Hamas and other terror entities in the Gaza Strip, but we have to look at what's happening in the region as a whole. Right. So as the world is celebrating the 1st of January, the beginning of 2024, for us, it's day 85. What can you tell us what's happening in Israel? Well, first of all, there's no celebrating New Year in in Israel. We are still a country very, very deep in our grief, uh, not just for our fallen soldiers, but also for the 1,300 people who who were murdered by Hamas on the 7th of October. And, of course, we are extremely, extremely worried about the status of the remaining hostages in the Gaza Strip. We have heard news over the weekend that Judith Weinstein, who held Canadian, American and Israeli citizenship, uh, she was murdered in captivity by Hamas. This was announced by Kibbutz Nir Oz. Her husband was also murdered in captivity. And then today, Kibbutz Be'eri announcing that uh, one of their residents uh, believed to have been missing 
on the um, 7th of October, believed to uh, maybe have been in captivity, has been confirmed as, as dead. That's Ilan uh, uh, Weiss. Very, very, very tragic. Our forensic pathologists, archaeologists, because of the state of right. the remains of the victims, are still working to identify victims through through DNA. Uh, but we do have some movement uh, as we move through the Gaza Strip, so our troops are uncovering some harrowing details yesterday showing footage and the IDF really needs to be applauded for this, that they're not just telling, they're showing. They're showing the evidence. Right. There is no excuse there is no excuse for any journalist not to cover this or not to know what is going on because as a working journalist in this country, we are receiving all the information and all the evidence that is cleared uh, for public consumption from the IDF. So there is no excuse, journalists, for not reporting. But uh, harrowing details that we've seen, weapons caches in, in, in kindergartens. Douglas Murray spoke to troops operating inside the Gaza Strip over the weekend. He has written an article available on the New York Post, and it exposes how Hamas are using their civilian population as human shields, speaking about how uh, they encountered one elderly Palestinian uh, in, a, in a wheelchair looking like anybody's grandmother, and from behind the wheelchair out came a terrorist opening, opening fire at our troops. Another one, Palestinian civilians um, instructed by the IDF to walk, to approach them slowly. They were carrying white flags, and from behind them came Hamas terrorists. So it gives you a small indication of what our troops are facing inside the Gaza Strip. Right. With with regard, yes, to, to what you just said previously, if I can just go back, um, what are you seeing in terms of other journalists' willingness to engage with the IDF to get the information and to put it out there? Well, I think that's a very good question because we do have news outlets that that have preconceived biases. I mean, there's no getting away from yes. this. We've seen it famously with the BBC and, and Sky News, um, who, whose whose reportage has been, you know, extremely skewed to say to say the least. But the IDF have been taking journalists inside the Gaza Strip with them at, at great um, risk to the journalists to go in to see the tunnels. Um, a, a lot of them are reporting, uh, you know, what they are seeing. They are using terminology like uh, Hamas run, um, you know, Palestinian health ministry. But we are still seeing that reluctance to, uh, you know, to to report the full truth on the ground. They're not reporting facts that we have again corroborated by Hamas inside yes. the Gaza Strip that yes, they did prevent um, Palestinians from accessing the humanitarian corridor and heeding the IDF's warning. And I also want to be clear, when the IDF makes mistakes, and the IDF does make mistakes, you know, we, we're not a perfect army, they do conduct investigations and those findings are made public. This, you know, Israel is a democracy and we have to be transparent. But I think that there is a lot of glee by some media outlets to, to publish 
um, what they think has happened before we have formal investigations. And of course, the most famous case of this is the Al Ali Hospital, right yes. at the beginning of the war, when after gate they said that the the IDF had, had bombed a hospital. Turns out it was a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket that had fallen short in a parking lot, and the and the hospital was. Um, unharmed. Uh, just as a point of interest, I received a very, very rude awakening just past midnight last night when Hamas fired a massive salvo of rockets towards us. We're still being fired on mm -hmm. and uh, the bulk of them came to Modi Inn, came to where I live. Right. Uh, sirens and, and, and boom. So, you know, this is still happening. This is still a war crime against Palestinians because they are fired from within Palestinian civilian infrastructure towards us in Israel, uh, the targets, which is a violation of uh, our human rights as well. Somebody should tell the South African government that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely not. Well, we, we hope that they would listen. Rolene, on that point, day 85 of the war, how are you holding up? How, how, how are the journalists holding up that um, you, you're seeing some pretty uh, horrendous things? What a fantastic question. I'm, I'm actually headed to the Otis, to those decimated communities on, on Thursday. Yes. How are we holding up? It's a moment-by-moment moment, um, issue. You know, we, uh, a lot of the times we operate on pure adrenaline because we've got to get those stories out and, and we've got to bear witness. We've got to bear witness so that you are hearing um, uh, the fact and that you don't forget what happened on the 7th of October. Right. But in all honesty, when the adrenaline leaves you at night, it's devastating. It, it's absolutely devastating what we have seen uh, a lot of us uh, privy to a lot of the video footage a lot of uh, what is not made public yes um i don't think that many people are realizing how severe that attack was on the 7th of october and um it's 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 pretty devastating to to have to deal with we are very, very grateful for the fact that you are sharing this information. You're going out to get this information to let the world know the truth. And you are putting yourself at risk doing so. And there must be an, a, a tremendous emotional and psychological toll. Rolene Marks with the Israel Report. Thank you so much for joining us today.